Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to the Staredown. It's our semi-monthly sports talk and real estate podcast. Been a while since the boys have been together. Busy real estate market. Bill's had lots of travels. Anthony's been busy on the real estate market. I've been out speaking. And Todd's been selling doors and hardware as well as his house down there in North Georgia. So, <laughs> uh, hey, listen, uh, we're, we're doing a little special uh, PGA preview edition. But before we get to the PGA, guys, What's been catching your eye in sports? I, I, I said it last night on Twitter. Todd, you, you gave it a little like. I, I just tweeted out. I said, the NHL playoffs are the best playoffs by far of all playoffs, and it's not even close. It's, it's just so fun to, even if you just have the game on in the background, to listen to the intensity of the game. And, you know, when you start watching for a couple minutes, it's so good. Mal, you got a chance to go to one playoff game in the first round series where Tampa ended up losing the game you went to, to Toronto, but they ended up winning in game seven. What a series down there. You guys won game one of, of your semifinals on the East. Got to be feeling good about Tampa's. This series should be easier than the Toronto series uh, is going to be my guess. We've had Florida's number all year. And uh, uh, we're going Sunday afternoon to the game here on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but you're right. There's nothing like playoff hockey. Right. Compare playoff hockey to the play, to NBA playoffs. The other day, 83 three-pointers shot. There was no pace. There was no, there was nothing to the game. It was just, just clear outs and launch from, launch yeah, from the was, right? Yeah. Where, where you got 40 minute shifts in, in hockey and everybody is playing their hearts out, playing their asses off the entire time. And I don't, I've heard this said before and I'm starting to believe it. I never really thought about it. The NHL playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, truly does reward the best team mm. every year. They got to go through everybody and they got to play. And think about it. All, all the first set of series all went seven games, except for one. Yeah. And that went six. That went I six. mean, it, right? It's just, it's, it's pure sport and it's a pure team game. Uh, it's so much fun to watch. And the energy just ramps up one extra level when when you're in the stanley cup playoffs it's awesome to watch sure does todd you got your eyes on the rangers because of uh our mutual friend greg um they they had a big win um in game seven against the uh against the the penguins uh, the penguins you know it's you know mal we, we we mentioned him offline but the uh the goalie for toronto was unbelievable oh he didn't deserve to lose yeah Matthews, I mean, I'm glad he did, but he didn't deserve it. He was yeah. Campbell is Campbell, his name, right? Campbell, yep. yeah. He was an unbelievable. And I thought Bobrovsky and, and uh, your guy played great last night. Um, who won the who won the late game? Colorado, Colorado win. Yeah. Colorado in overtime. Yep. Wow. Yep. So Sean, it was so exciting over the weekend. There was, or maybe wrapped around the weekend, but there was what five game sevens in the NHL and the NBA. I mean, it was just unbelievable maybe more um so i agree with you mel 100 percent the uh and sean the hockey plus is is fantastic one league does not have a playoff that's english soccer right but we find going into the last week um there's a relegation battle between leeds united burnley and everton and there's a uh premier league title battle between manchester city and liverpool uh, nice. Liverpool 
has the rare, rare, the rarest of winning a quadruple. So they're already League Cup champions, FA Cup champions. They're playing in the Champions League of Europe final, and they have a chance to win the Premier League. So um, it's lined up. Some some years it's boring a finish, but this year is is pretty cool in the Premier League to uh, follow what's going on. Yeah, I know Colin cool. and the boys uh, are all very excited for Championship Sunday, starting at eleven o'clock. They're they're not even going to party too much on Saturday night, so that they can get up in time to watch all the soccer that'll be available on Sunday. And we can even go um, Saturday at 10 a.m. Our boys Sunderland are playing Wycombe uh, for League One advancement. So if they win, they'll go to the championship league. And then I think on Sunday, it's Huddersfield Town playing Nottingham Forest um, to advance to the Premier League. And then we have the Champions, Champions League uh, the following Saturday. So yeah, it's, it's a fun time for soccer. That's awesome. Mal baseball, your, uh, your Yankees been playing pretty good to start the season, hitting, hitting the ball. Well, the record's uh, pretty darn good, right? They, uh, they are playing great. And so are the Mets, right? New York, the, my New York post that I read every morning is, is very excited uh, about what's going on baseball wise. Uh, they deal, they do, they do still hit too many home runs for my liking. They need to still be able to manufacture runs, but right now they're also getting the pitching to help those home runs. Um, but we'll see how long it, how long it lasts. You know, the baseball is becoming a little bit of the have and the have nots, isn't it? I mean, look at Cincinnati as an example. They were, a game or two from making the playoffs last year. Yep. And now they can't win a no hitter. Yeah, they won six games, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. They lost. They, they no pitched hitter, a no hitter yeah. and lost. Yeah. That's fascinating, right? In the major leagues, that happens in like little league. Coach pitch baseball where you get a no hitter and you lose, right? This is the major leagues. Their team pitched a no hitter and they lost. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame, but. Well, let's talk a little golf. I think that's what we came here to talk about tonight. The PGA, the second major of the year. Scotty Scheffler coming off his master's win and elevation to number one in the world. Uh, interesting that, you know, they, they traditionally in the PGA pair the current U.S. Open, the British Open, and the Masters champions together. And this year just so happens that they're also ranked one, two, and three in the world. Um, so you got the, the defending major champions playing. Scheffler, Rahm, and Morikawa to, starting tomorrow. But they're all ranked one, two, and three in the world. Uh, Scheffler, mm. Rahm, and Morikawa. So kind of neat that that just worked out that way. But, um, you know, that that's the traditional kind of pairing. Um, but let's talk a little bit about, about uh, Southern Hills. Southern Hills is the host. It's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Of course, it was built in 1935. It's a Perry Maxwell design. Uh, just recently redesigned by Gil Hans. Um, not redesigned, but I guess touched up, they said. Uh, kind of back to some of the natural instincts, uncovered a lot of the creek. So you, you, we'll see the creek a lot more than if you remember back in uh, in 07 when it was uh, last played. Um, of course, it's ho hosted seven majors up to this point, guys. Th this will be the eighth major, three U.S. Opens, and four PGAs. Let me just read the champions that have won the majors there. Uh, Tommy Bolt won the U.S. Open in 1958. 
Dave Stockton won the PGA in 1970. Hubert Green in 1977, mm. kind of a famous win there with the heat and the, and the cops on the course. Remember that, Anthony? I do. Um, I do. Ray Floyd won the PGA in 1982. Then you had uh, Nick Price with an amazing performance in 1994. Retief Goosen wins the U.S. Open in 01 in a hot, sweltering finish where Ernie Els probably should have won and Stuart Sink and Mark Brooks uh, were both in it. And then Tiger's famous win in 07. Um, the first major championship played there, 1946 U.S. Women's Amateur, Babe Zaharias won it. So it's a, it's a who's who of winners. And I heard a stat this week, guys. Every major, all seven majors, the winner was the leader after 36 holes. Mm. Yeah. So it is a horses for courses uh, type of, type of you know, you get the lead and then you just hopefully get out to a comfortable enough lead or fight your way to the finish. So that, that maybe segues us into the conversation. I was there on the grounds at Tulsa at Southern Hills last year when we drove Ryan home at the end of the summer. Um, one of his good, good buddies, Cam Chim, is the assist, one of the assistant pros there, a Mississippi State grad at Mal. And last week, oh. last week Cam oh. caddied for Scotty Scheffler. Very yes. nice. Carried his bag. His caddy, I think, followed along, but Cam carried his bag, and Cam told Ryan, and I think he, he said this to Golf, Golf Channel or whatever, Scotty played one ball, took no mulligans, shot 64. Wow. <laughs> wow. Scotty Shuffler said this is his favorite course. He's played it many times because of, you know, in the Big 12, uh, playing for Texas. Uh, a lot of the Oklahoma State guys obviously have played it. Um, what's your, what's your initial thoughts from what you've either heard or seen? Let's start with you, Mal, and then we'll go to you, Todd. Thoughts regarding the winner or, or no, the just the course and, the, and, the, and what you're looking forward to this week. I, I'm looking forward to nine 11 tomorrow morning when, when Tiger Rory and, uh, and Jordan Spieth tee off, uh, that will be, there's gonna be a lot of people calling in sick or not going to work to watch, to watch that tomorrow. So that, that's the first thing I'm looking for. I'm curious to see how tiger does in, in the tournament. I'd, I'd like, uh, I'd like to think he'll, he has a little bit more stamina and it's still a tough walk from what I gather. Uh, and from looking at it, it, it looks to be that. And then they've talked so much about the green complexes, how they're large, but they play very small. So I'm curious to watch how the pros play to these greens, the chipping and putting that's going to be required. And I think it's going to be a chipper and putter who wins. Um, so those are just some of the things that I'm looking forward to. Uh, uh, it's a great field with a bunch of uh, all kinds of really good golfers. And there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of lesser name players who probably have a chance in this tournament because of the course itself. Yep. Yep. Todd, what, what's your thoughts? So I'm, um, I'm, I'm trying to pick the right word, but I'm just going to throw it there. I'm sad. I'm sad that the defending champion is not in the field, right? Phil Mickelson's not playing. Um, you know, sports-wise, we would throw throw around the word hero, but golf and sport-wise, he he was my hero, right? So I'm hoping 
Um, his life is good. It's nothing major. Um, maybe he's just trying to go a different avenue. But um, so, yeah, sad that Phil's not defending. But contrary to that, I'm excited that Tiger seems to be have a little more pep in his step. Um, he feels better. And he's, you know, this course isn't as difficult as the Masters as far as navigating it walking. So super excited to look to that. Um, Jordan Spieth, gosh, if he can win, he would complete the career Grand Slam, which would be amazing. And um, also Scotty Scheffler, world's number one. It's his, it's his favorite course. So gosh, those are the, the things off the top of my head. So yeah. Um, yeah, sad for Phil, but excited for the other guys, right? Yeah. And, you know, uh, today we had Bryson DeChambeau withdrew. Uh, his wrist just was not able That's to. That's Bill's number one pick. Shh. That's Bill's <laughs> number one pick. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. So he's out. Uh, you know, it's just a, it, it's neat. And I think for the people of Tulsa, they're estimating that, you know, the, the income that this brought in was amazing with no other sports in the, in the state uh, other than the, uh, you know, Oklahoma City Thunder but nothing in Tulsa, but with Tiger coming now, they say it, it probably almost doubled the interest. Yeah, that and the $19 Michelob Ultras, right? Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. The, you know, the, um, Todd, you, you mentioned the, uh, uh, Tiger, you know, whether it's Tiger 2.0 or Tiger 5.0 or whatever, he just, you know, I don't know if you saw on Tuesday or whatever, you know, he had the guys from the four play podcast walking down the fairway with him. He's high fiving him. He's talking. You know, he was so laser focused in the past that he just none, none, nothing came inside the ropes. And now he's just kind of that, you know, that forty six year old guy that you know it's, it's you know we've all aged, but you know we we look back at when we were younger and we looked at Nicholas at forty six, and you know he was this revered, legendary person. And and Tiger is that to the younger generation, but not to us. We just see him as this amazing golfer that's still younger than us, right? And Hard not to root for Tiger this week, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you know, there's right. so many, there's so many cool stories. Max Homa, you know, winning a couple of weeks ago, and you know, uh, you know, just just some of the neat things that these young players are doing. John Rahm coming off the the Mexican Open win, right? Um, you know, the the stories of the Live Tour and some of the players that might be going, the Sergios and the Paul Casey's and the and the Impulters and you know yeah. that group. And so there's a whole lot of stories. So let's 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 go through and pick some winners here's what we'll do we'll do a little snake draft i forget who won the we didn't do one for the masters so we got to go back to the british open last year i don't think we do one for the british so we probably go back to the u.s open i'm sure i lost i'm yeah. sure i lost so we'll just uh, we'll go by age but anthony will pick first i'll pick second todd you'll pick third but we'll do a snake so you'll get is it, picks is it youngest first or no okay go ahead <laughs> so, <laughs> You have a better chance of remembering after four guys are picked who's left. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I would like to think so, but as the years go, I'm not so sure. And then what we're going to do is, is for our listeners, if anyone's listening, uh, we will, uh, the bet is $10 Venmo to the winner for their selection of a local craft beverage. So they'll get a, a total of $30 in winnings to buy a couple six packs of local beers. And in the event that Bill, when, we'll do our snake draft. So we'll pick our basically top 15 off the board and then we'll open up the world golf rankings and Bill's team will be assigned based on the world golf rankings players that were not picked by the three of us. Remaining, right? Yep. Right. And so it can be said on the record in the event that Bill's team or Bill has a player that wins the tournament. 
we will send him $30, 10 each, and he will, he will donate that money to a local charity of his choice, right? Maybe the colorectal cancer awareness group or whoever he might choose down there in St. Pete, but um, that will be- I like it, I like it. His, his benefit of not having to pick and his penalty for not picking. So Anthony, with your selection, in How the, many are we picking? Uh, we're going to go five. Five, okay. And then, and then at the end, we'll, we'll do what we usually do. We'll talk about some dark horses and some players that we were maybe on the fringe. All right, well, for my first pick, I'm, pick, I'm taking the number one player in the world, Scotty Scheffler. Brilliant. You win, Mel. I'll, I'll Venmo you right now. All right, so Scheffler is off the board. I've got a, I've got a list of... of major winners and i've got a list of non-major winners that i'm kind of choosing between because you know of all the of all the majors the pga is the one that has had the sean mckeels and the bob mays almost win it and you know the, the people like that that are kind of that um you, you know they've only won one a, J a jason day a, a justin thomas right um so using that as my theme it's the first name i wrote down it's the x factor xander shoffley playing great by the way did you see on on friday last week in houston he was three over par the cut was minus five he played the last 12 holes eight under, eight under. to make the cut on the mark shot 61 over the weekend um so maybe found something but once again he's a that's a, it's a, it's a long shot pick with other great players on the board but with only three people picking i'll have a chance to get somebody good here coming back up so todd you got two picks coming your way i think it's a great pick sean i'm gonna go with um I mean, I feel like I have to. I'm going to go with John Rahm, right? World's number two, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. And then I'm going to go with the player who's hot, 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 hot on the come, Jordan Spieth. Okay, that's good. Two good picks there. A lot of people picking Jordan. Number one, you know, he's yeah. number the course. He's got the demeanor. He's got, you know, I think he's got a lot of fans rooting for him. He's just a, you know, he's he's very likable. Um, he's playing well. His game is real good right now. Yeah, yep. playing playing really good. Place, he's a good putter. He's a great chipper. His short game, strokes gained putting, and strokes gained around the green is right up there at the top. <laughs> Actually, kind of surprised he missed that putt on 17 last week. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. he hit it four feet below the hole and then just made an awful putt. I mean, it it yeah. it it missed by two cups. It was so bad. He's fun to watch, though, right? I oh, mean, he is, and and his you know, heart is on his sleeve everywhere. <laughs> like, the way he talks, to, yeah. yeah. So, well, you left the door open for me there, uh, Todd. So I'm going to go with my guy from Cal, Colin Morikawa. Nice. Uh, you know, this is a ball strikers course. Um, everyone we've named so far is is pure ball striker. You know, strokes gained, tee to green. Um, but I'm going Colin Morikawa. Does, does this make sense, Sean? I love your pick, but I would, I, I like, it's okay that you picked him. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yep. You know, those guys here, like, it's okay. It's a good pick, but I wouldn't necessarily want to pick them. But go ahead. All right. All, right. All good. Mal, you got two coming your way. Uh, I almost feel like I'm cheating. Uh, Justin Thomas. Beautiful. Is my, my first pick. And Victor Hovland. Wow. You know what? I'm going to go to record. That's the first pick I'm not thrilled with. I think he's a good player, but um, yeah. Well, he, played, he played Oklahoma State, so he's got obviously a lot of knowledge on the course. But yeah. now you said it in your intro. You feel like this is going to be a short game 
premium. And it's boy, not his strength. I get it. His short game is really, and, and he's going to have to be so grinding that I yeah. just think if he's in it at the end, there's just that one missed green that's going to be, you know, it could be tough, but it could no. be a great pick too. It could be one you look back on saying like, how did we not pick this guy, right? Yeah, like like Colin, I, I like the pick. I'm just not sure we made it. So prove yeah. me wrong, right? Go go ahead and win it. All right. Who you got, Sean? Don't so, pick my two guys. Don't break my heart. Yeah, you know, there's there's some players up here that I really, really like. If we were picking eight players, um, you know, I I I just think he came so close in the masters. I'm gonna go Cam Smith. Wow. Uh, nice. You know, it could be one of those bounce back, you know, storybook, Jim Nancy. He, he just had to wait one more major. Um, or that could be the worst pick ever because he could be just so haunted by that swing on 12. But he doesn't get haunted. Yeah. The guy's just, the guy just grinds, man. He's got a Scotty, he's got a Scotty Meininger mustache. He's got a, <laughs> yeah. Scott used to have that mullet too, for sure. And he's a great putter, maybe the best putter on the PGA Tour right now. And his short game is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, you know That's him, him and and Scotty are so unflappable. You know, yeah. and I get I put more cow in there. He doesn't really, have, they they don't really a bad shot doesn't really take him off their game. Whereas a Shuffler, a Jordan, I'm sorry, a, a Rom, a Jordan, a JT, you can see their their frustration and and you know potential tilt yeah. in their situation. So. Todd, you got two coming your way. Gosh. I'm going to go with my heart on both picks. One is the blue chipper, and one is just a dude I friggin' like. So I'm going to go blue chipper. I'm going to go DJ, right? Okay. Still, then, only two, oh, still only two majors under his belt. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go – he's he's in good form, and I just like the dude. I'm going to go Max Helma. Ah, good pick. Good pick. He was up on the top of my board. Could have been one of the next ones up. Wow, we got we got some big ones left. Got two Irish guys that I'm picking between. Got Rory oh, or Shane Lowry. He's still on the both, board. Wow. Both Rory's are still on the so board. good. Lowry, just one of those grinders, that just it's gonna smile his way around the course. You got to go Rory. If I'm going crazy. Rory. Yeah, yeah you're crazy. I'm taking Roars off the board. Sorry, Rory, I forgot about you, but I still like my picks. I love that pick. Love it. I, I am uh, Patrick Cantley. Nice. Wow. I think I reached with Max Homa. Hopefully he wins. <laughs> <laughs> Between and, Cantlay and Scheffler, I don't know which one is more robot-like. Probably Cantlay. Um, Cantlay has – he's got zero emotion. He's, he's very David Duvall-like. He's uh, actually – he's got emotion. He's angry. Yeah. He's angry, yeah. And I'm, I'm torn between uh, two guys for my last pick, but uh, just because I don't want Bill to get him because he can't stand him, I'm taking Brooks Kepka. Wow. I That's think he, I think he could be one of those guys that is not really talked about. You saw he locked his keys in his, in his car the other day. That was kind of a yeah. funny story, yep. um, but that's a, that's a really good pick. All right. All right. Look at my board. Oh man. I got some guys that 
I think because I said it, I, I, I would jinx myself if I did. I'm going to go Shane Lowry. Just going to make it simple. Big Shane Lowry. Um, you know, kind of internally root for an American to win. Uh, you know, a, a championship like this on American soil. But uh, Shane's got the game. He's got the grind. He's got the uh, – he can play in the wind. He can play in the heat. We'll talk about some of my others that were on the board at the end. So, uh, Todd, you got your last pick. Round out your team. You got Rom, Jordan, DJ, and Homa. I love it. You know what? Um, gosh, can I phone a friend? What's going on? Um, <laughs> I know I'm missing someone. I did zero preparation, and poor me, I'm going to win it all, and you'll laugh at me. But I, I'm just going to pick a guy who I don't like but I feel that can win. I'm going to go um, Patrick Reed. I'm going to go Patrick Reed. Wow. And kind of a hate it. I hate it, but it's just, I'm just doing it. It's done. Right. All right. So let's do this. Let's uh, let's jump into the, uh, hang on a second. Uh, pull we're something up here. And we're doing winner takes all or combo. What are we doing? Yeah, we'll do winner takes all. all Otherwise, right. if, if, if someone doesn't have the winner, we'll pay out the person who's got the highest person picked. Is that fair? So if someone, someone yeah. will win something. So if there's, you know, Hideki Matsuyama's in the lead and, you know, DJ's runner-up, then you, you're going to win, Todd. All right, so let me do this. Let's pull up yes, the World I'm Golf. Yes, I'm going to win, Todd. He said it. I see pull it. up the World Golf Rankings. And looking down this list, the first one we get to that hasn't been picked would be Hideki Matsuyama. So that's Bill's first pick. Oh, Bill. Damn it. Sam Burns. Oh, wow. Sam Burns. Is on my... I'm mad. I'm officially mad. Sam Burns was on my board. He gets Billy Horschel. Could be making his first major appearance. He gets Oosthuizen and Neiman. Joaquin, Joaquin Neiman. <coughs> not a bad, not a bad uh, selection. Not bad at all. Yeah, he, 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 he kind of fulfills his his wish, if he would have gone one more Fitzpatrick, he would have got one person from each country, uh, which is what he he likes to do. Uh, he got two Americans in Burns and Horschel. Um, kind of kind of cool to see Horschel up there, 14th in the world. Um, you know, pr pretty amazing. So uh, that is our that are our picks. Tell me who else you had on your board, Mal, that you uh, that you had at least under consideration for a pick. I'm going to take those guys off the board. Let's talk about some of those other names that we can maybe say. I mentioned him. There were there were three that I have, and one of them is a, a pretty long shot, a, pre, a pretty down-the-road long shot. Uh, but Abraham Answer is one. Um, I liked Taylor Gooch. Yeah, Taylor Gooch played at Oklahoma State. So you got to look yeah. at those Oklahoma State guys, yeah. right? And he's, and he's, in theory, a better chipper and putter than Haviland. True. Right. Um, but, the, but the guy that I think has, he played with Tiger yesterday and he came in second in the, um, at the, at the players, uh, Anabon Lahiri. Mm. He's been playing really, really well. He missed two cuts early in the year and he hasn't missed one since he's been playing when he plays, he's been playing lights out. Um, and I just, I, those are the three guys that I knew I wasn't going to pick any of them because they're significantly better players, but those only picking 15. 
if we were picking seven, I might have gone with Lahiri as my my sixth pick. But those those guys are three for me that um, uh, I'll be watching. I think they have a pretty good chance of doing well. Yep, good call. Dodd, who are some of your other potentials up on the board that you said, you know, if, if it got to these people, I might might go after them. So who are Bill's? Um... So Bill got Hideki, Sam yep. Burns, yep. Horschel, Louis Oosthuizen, and Joaquin Neiman. Okay. And Mal, I'm sorry, I had to take a body break. Mal's, Mal's, who did Mal get or who did? Yeah, you know, his three extra. Abraham Answer, Taylor Gooch, and Anderbon Lahiri. I'm going to go Adam Scott, Corey Connors, and um, Harold Varner III. I like all three of those. And Corey Connors has a very good chance because in our little, on our, our foursome on Sunday, we're in a um, use them and then lose them league. Right, right. And it seems like every guy that we pick, we throw a noose around their neck and they have their worst tournament of the year with a, a couple of exceptions. But we had Sunday, done that now. Yeah. Uh, we've thrown the noose around everybody's neck. And then the following week, they played great. And this past week, we threw the noose around Corey Connors' neck. So I expect so him he's to due. Play. You're saying he's due. I, I expect <laughs> him to play exceptionally well this week. Right. <laughs> I love it. So the names I had left on my board, uh, one of them is probably more of a sentimental favorite, but he was playing great a couple weeks ago. That's Jason Day. Guy nice. goes six. 64, 63, 79, 73, or something like that. Um, yeah. And, you know, that was a tough round. But but really, the, the, the two that I kind of have, keep your eye on it. I already called Cam Smith on my team. But Cameron Champ and Cameron Young. Cameron right. Young has been top 10, I think, three out of the last four tournaments he's played in. He's a yes. young young player out of, I believe, Wake Forest. Um, yep. Really playing good. Keep your eye on him. And then at some point in time, the guy's either going to have to step up in a major uh, to prove that the Masters wasn't a fluke, and that's Willie Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris yeah. from Texas, so the wind isn't going to affect him. The heat's not going to affect him. The guy is a long ball striker, much like JT. His frame can't be more than 145 pounds. Soaking wet. Yeah. His putting is the, uh, yeah. the problem, right? His yeah. putting's the problem, yeah. And so I just uh, – <laughs> I feel uh, – he's my new favorite because my putting is the problem. So. <laughs> Yeah, so I like that. I like the Cam brothers, uh, Champ and Young, uh, along with my Smith in my in my starting lineup, and then Willie Zalatoris. Um, you know, could just be could be a fun one to watch. So, um, and, and you know, looking at the let me share that screen again. If we if we then go down the the World Golf Rankings and pick the three outside of our picks, I believe Sung J M might have scratched. Yeah, he's uh, out. He's got COVID. Yeah, so Bill's so, got Sunjay M and Bryson. Okay, he, he'd have Fitzpatrick, <laughs> and he'd have Finau and Casey. He likes picking Casey. Okay, that, Casey's out too. Oh, Casey's out too. So Terrell Hatton. Yeah. He withdrew. He withdrew today. Okay. It's gonna suck when Bill wins. God, it's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, looking forward to it. Some good tournament. You know we. It's, it's central time zone, so we'll get a little bit of, of later play. Um, Ryan and I will be listening on PGA Tour radio tomorrow as we drive to start heading south to get him to his in internship. Let's go, let's go around the horn. Todd, what do you got coming up this week? I'm in Huntsville, Alabama, uh, coming Thursday, Friday. Um, 
there's a little job called Meta um, that they're building a campus there, aka Facebook. Oh, I nope. I signed a non-disclosure, so we can't <laughs> say that. But no, uh, life's good, man. Uh, work's good. It's booming. Um, yeah, just busy, 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 and the numbers are good. So uh, I'll keep on keeping on. So it's yeah. all good. Great. And Scotty's doing well out in uh, Fort Hood. Is that right? He's in Fort Hood, Texas. Yeah, everything is good. Yeah, he's uh, having a good time, and um, he's uh, – trying to move up and I'm trying to teach him patience that it comes when it comes and you gotta just be patient. So. Nice. Mal, what, what do you got coming up? Busy week down there in the real estate world? We do. We're busy every week. Um, you know, we're, uh, we got some, uh, some exciting news that we'll announce in the next, uh, next couple of weeks, but we have a couple of listings coming on. Uh, I have a, uh, a foreign buyer who found us and uh, she is coming in on the 15th uh, and it's uh, a fairly large home that she's looking to buy. And uh, I'm uh, communicating with her mostly on WhatsApp, which is unlike anything that I normally do. Um, but it's been, uh, it's been, that's been fun actually. Uh, and um we're, uh, uh, you know, and the other little piece of news that I'll give you guys is that we found out the other day that we're going to be grandparents again. Yeah, you shared which, that. That's awesome. Which is, which is pretty cool. Uh, so uh, we, um, uh, a la mom, right? When, when we were all younger and having babies, my mother made it her mission to make sure that the her pregnant daughter-in-laws uh, didn't overextend themselves with the kids that they already had. Um, and she was amazing at that. So uh, we are going to get to spend a lot more time with Sophia. That's awesome. Um, to give uh, Greg and mostly Clarissa a little time to put up her feet and to rest and relax a little bit. And, uh, Something tells me Sophia's not going to have a problem staying with Papa and Mama, right? Oh, no, she's she's gonna she's gonna become a fat little ice cream eater. Is what she's <laughs> so and a, Sophia and, and a good little swimmer too, right? Yes, she is. Yep. So Sophia's gonna be a big sis, right? It's, it's yeah. her steam son. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. And we we found out um, on Mother's Day at brunch, uh, they made it they made it look like Sophia because she's learning how to toilet, how to potty herself, right? So they had all three of them had this whole thing figured out and I could see Sophia being all excited. I said, time to go potty yet? I said, time to go potty. So they took her into the back room like she was going to go potty. And she came out with the t-shirt that said, I'm going to be a big sister. <laughs> That's cool. It was pretty cool. That's it was awesome. very cool. Yeah. Who, who read it first, you or Lydia? Uh, I did. I did. Uh, and Lydia was just like, no, she didn't even see it. I was like, look. Look at her! Look at her shirt! Look at her shirt! So that was that was all pretty cool. So uh, <laughs> that's such a cool moment, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I have a, another speaking gig tomorrow, guys. I've been really busy up to this point with speaking and coaching, but I speak at Side of the Country Club tomorrow to the Women's Council of Realtors, doing a brand new presentation, first time ever, an hour-long CE class. It's called Twenty Acres. Success might be buried right in your own backyard. It kind of uses the story of the acres of diamonds and 
It goes through the four levels of success, right? Now from unconscious incompetence to conscious incompetence to conscious competence to unconscious competence. So uh, nice. it, it goes through and it uses the acronym ACRES for all four of them about how we move through the different parts of our, our careers um, to find the successes and the riches we look for. So should be a should be going. Then, then Ryan and I head south. We're going to get him down to his internship at Willow Point Country Club in Lake Martin, Alabama, which is down near Auburn, Alabama, Todd. Nice. Um, yeah. And then I fly out west, go to Spokane, then drive over to Montana, where I'm going to be helping my family get our mother's house on the market out there. So, and then my brothers and I are going to make that long journey back from Montana, something my mom always wished the three boys would have been able to be out in Montana all at the same time. But unfortunately, this time she won't be with us, but we'll have a good time traversing our way across the northern United States. Cool. So that's awesome, Sean. Hey, that sounds like fun. Let me ask you a question. And uh, Mal, did you have like a mural painted on a wall in Cincinnati with your catchphrase this week or no? No, not that I'm aware. Sean, have you had? I, I did. Time? Yes, actually. Yes. Did you see that on social media? One of our, <laughs> one of our yeah. satellite offices, uh, the kid that kind of is the anchor agent there reached out to me a couple weeks ago when we were coaching. He says, you know, we're, we're painting our wall and, and they asked me what I wanted to have on there. And I, and I said, I wanted to have a, 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 one of my favorite sayings by one of my real estate coaches and mentors, but I wanted to make sure it's okay with you. And I said, of course, man, that's cool. So he, he put building relationships, solving problems, having fun up on the wall of his office and quoted Sean Carpenter on it. So I thought that was that's very cool. Kind of neat. Yeah. So it yeah. was, uh, thanks Todd. It was, it, it, it's, it, you know, it's tumbling. Um, but it's nice that so many people, I don't know if you saw the Facebook post, but, um, the number of people that commented saying like, it's one of my favorite sayings, or I, that's how I believe. And thanks for teaching me that. So it's nice to know that legacy impact things that my dad and my grandpa and my mom taught me are being able to be passed down. So, yep. Pretty cool. So thanks, Todd. Listen, we miss you, Bill. We know you're busy with your Australian business partner partners and he's doing he's gonna win this by the way rotisserie you know, baseball right? and i'm guessing that <laughs> dan burns is gonna be lifting up the wanamaker trophy on on, uh, on on sunday but let's just hope it's some good golf to watch and lots of action and uh, everybody everybody plays well and, and the winner is well deserved so on behalf of anthony and todd and bill somewhere in st pete i'm sean carpenter thanks for listening 